Welcome to Extra Points with your host, Cousin Sal, and his pals, Dave Damashek and Charlotte Wilder. Hey, hey, welcome to Extra Points presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Tune in all season long for exclusive offers and odds boosts. FanDuel, more ways to win. Yes, we made it to day three with a sponsor. This is now my probably second or third longest relationship, I think. Sal here, my good, good pals, Dave Damashek, Charlotte Wilder. What's going on, guys? Just, you know, I'm so grateful that we haven't been dropped yet. Although I think you've made that joke to me <laughs> at least three times over text now. So, you know, every time it's I'm scary. like, oh, no, it happened. And then it didn't happen. So it's actually a nice thing for you to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, Dave knows this is a, all these relationships are, are very tentative. And um, this is not jokes. This is not a joke over text, right? Well, I, I want to everybody take a deep breath right now. Like inhale mm-hmm. through your nose. See if you get... Oh, sorry. All right. I inhale. Are we allowed mouth, to breathe? Like a mouth. I don't think yeah, we're allowed no, to breathe. We're, in these I, we're, we're all safely distanced from each other. Do you okay. smell it in the air? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's football. Uh-oh. That's football. That's football, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> football is nigh. I know we're a college football game or whatever into things, but I mean t- uh, teams that you've actually watched before in your life and have heard of. And we're just hours away, literally, from... The Chiefs and the Texans. It's almost here, everybody. Football. Yes. Football, more football. Oh, also here, minus three. Download, subscribe, all that stuff. Me and Jeff Schwartz chopping it up. That's here, too. Another Dave's Dynamite podcast servicing the Northeast. That's going to be fun. Yeah, Charlotte, I, I feel like we, I don't know, it's, uh, I, I'm excited and I don't want to be ungrateful, but I feel like these other sports, am I going to give a crap if Tampa Bay and the Flyers are uh, in their third overtime? If the, the Cowboys are playing I'm like, no, no. The Cowboys, sorry, the Cowboys are up 21, six on the Giants. I got to keep watching this. It's a, it's a bounty. It's too much. Maybe it's really too much. I get very confused when anything is happening. I do think that playoff basketball will uh, have a good shot at taking my attention away from football. If there are big games oh. at the same time as early regular season games. Um, but wait, when is the chiefs game? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Six days. I, you said hours and I was like, hold on. Well, we, Am oh. I a week well, off? Well, everything yeah. is liter- everything in the future is literally hours away. But <laughs> but I, I'm just trying to build the anticipation, yeah. you see, while okay. yeah. it's, it's exciting. Just, it, like I, I know so few things at this point in 2020. And I thought <laughs> I knew that the Chiefs played this coming Thursday. And then, you know, that was called into question. And I was like, my God, no, they're playing. I, I, no, it's hours. It's like 6,000 hours away, but it's out. Oh. It's hours. It's okay. hours. Nevertheless, there. I'll tell you yeah. now that we're talking about numbers, I don't want to go down the, the rabbit hole here. Uh, we mm-hmm. have a lot of different things to talk about, various sports to talk about, but right out of the gate, nine and a half is what the chiefs are given. That's a lot of points to give for a season kickoff. I don't know what the, what to think about it, but all right. We'll, I, uh, well, we can get into it later. I have thoughts. We'll get into it. Charlotte's got thoughts. Our uh, listeners have thoughts and they've presented them at the extra points gang at gmail.com. That's our email address. The extra points gang at gmail.com. Let me read something to you from Brian Tempty. Hey, Sal, the creep police be damned. I think I'm in love with your show, pal. <laughs> Intelligent, funny, knowledgeable about sports and the voice of an angel. Thank you. And a, quick, a quick Google search. A quick Google search also revealed Quite the looker. Thank you. Charlotte again. is very good too. Brian from Swansea. Ah. So that, that was a joke. That was a joke. He's obviously, Brian is obviously talking about 
Charlotte. Oh my but that's, God, uh, Brian. How about that? I'm blushing. There you go. Um, where is Swansea, Charlotte? Is that close to I, the Bubble Rock? I don't know where. where did, what state is that? Didn't didn't list a state. We Swansea do, uh, isn't that South Africa? Yeah, that might be South Africa. Is it? Whatever. It's worth it's worth looking into. No, that's not South Africa. That's it's not Swansea. Swansea? Oh, okay. Joel, somebody, somebody look. I'm sure there are a few Swansea's in the US, or maybe not, but Joel, somebody look that up real quick. We'll see where Swansea. We'll see how far uh Ray, uh Charlotte has to go to find love yeah, here. Wow. This is interesting. Okay. There's another one too, just an outpouring of, of love for what? Charlotte Zachary Statler. I usually listen to podcasts while at work, but while on vacation this week, I've made time for the show. Love Sal from Guest Alliance with Bill and was pumped to hear about the new network and shows probably would have kept listening anyway, but the addition of Charlotte makes the show work much better. And of course, the added benefit of Dave talking less, which is always more. <laughs> uh, thanks for the great content, Zach. There you go. There's no end to this. Dan, that Not was an unnecessary shout at Dave at the yeah. end of that. I kind of, I, I respect it. Not no, yeah. I, I conversely am not a fan of that. <laughs> um, you gotta be think, careful though, Sal, because you can't you can't yeah. read too many of these or listeners are gonna start hating me because it'll be like when the teacher, you know, uses an example of one kid's work every and it's the same yeah. kid all the time. And eventually you're like, I swear to God, like Jerry, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you on the playground. So you we gotta right. we gotta pump the brakes here. Can't go to my head. You know, that's my plan here. I wanna read it and uh, that's exactly what I'm you trying want, to do. Oh, you I want people, people to hate me. Yeah. Yeah, we, we need to turn it around, me and Dave. Well, Dave and I need some love here. It, it is interesting, though, Dave, the whole thing. If someone gets complimented in an email, you might as well get in the sprint position and run away if you're me or you because you know some kind of dig is coming, right? Can't all be nice. I suppose so, but, you know, it is funny. I, I am aware of what Charlotte's getting at. I don't know if, if there's truth to that, but they do always say, if you announce hate mail, then that makes everybody like the person and and conversely. So I I guess we'll see how this plays out well, in I mean, real time just here. Like to bring it all full circle, it's why Bill Belichick is never one coach of the year because he's too good. People people respect yeah. him too much. People have said too many nice things about him. So really, I'm just like a six, seven, eight time Super Bowl winner over here. Oh, I thought it's I thought true. you were the Sean McVay of the show, like boy genius or girl genius, <laughs> like you know, kind of thing. Like no, yeah, she's my, I great. don't have the flip. I don't have the hair flip. Uh, I'm getting a note that Swansea is in the UK and hold on. I'm trying to figure out where well, I'm uh, sorry, Brian, Bristol I can't County. go there right now because of the global pandemic. <laughs> oh, wait, there's also one in Massachusetts, Bristol County. So why don't definitely you go to both? One. It's definitely go to Massachusetts. One. Well, I think you should travel to both and, and investigate. But okay. um, yeah, that's uh, that's nice. Well, thank you for the emails. Continue. Uh, believe me, I would try to even it out and read some positive ones about uh, Dave and myself, but it doesn't. They don't uh, appear to be any. Don't worry, Mo, da Mo Damashek on the banks of the Three Rivers is penning <laughs> one as we speak. Dave's mom is on it. Okay, the extra points gang at gmail.com. That's where you could reach out to us. NBA, let's get into it. It's funny because I get confused because normally I work with I don't know two or three hundred people when uh, the Earth isn't scorching, but now I work with like six, and two of them are Charlotte Wilder on this show and Rachel Benetta on Fox Bet Live, and one is a big Celtics fan, and one is a gigantic uh, Toronto Raptors fan, and so they're playing each other, and I now get confused, like, okay, which is the job where I get to make fun of my co-host <laughs> for the team losing, but this is the one, yes, this is the one where I get uh -huh, to make fun of uh -huh. my co-host, right? The Celtics blew it. 
unbelievable. I don't know if we'll ever see back-to-back passes like that at such a high level. Kemba's was uh, out of this world uh, inside the paint, and they uh, they take the lead. And then the crazy, crazy last shot with a half a second left, pass over eight and a half foot tall Taco Fall, who should probably never see playoff uh, minutes again. And then a three with no time left. I don't know if they were playing zone. Um, oh boy, what was that? What kind of emotional roller coaster was that for you, Charlotte? Well, it was. I mean, first of all, I do want to say uh, shout out Rachel and also Julie Stewart Banks, my my two closest Raptors fans, friends. Uh, Rachel actually mm. won't text me back on the nights that they play each other. She'll text me in the morning really? and say I couldn't talk to Celtics, including Pete, her boyfriend, um, yeah. which I just I really respect. I, I really, truly, from the bottom of my heart, respect it. Um, also, <laughs> so last night, uh, Taco comes in. And in, in the replay, it was just clear he jumped, you know, maybe half a second, which is all there was left in the game, too early. Like, he had mm-hmm. one job, and he just did it completely wrong. And I still, I, I find him very endearing. I love Taco Fall. But, man, like, you put a skyscraper in there for one reason, which is to block the ball, and then he doesn't do it. And you're like, okay, well, you know, maybe we'll reevaluate that play next time. Um, that was a, yeah. that was, that was the most insane roller coaster because i was like oh we got this i'm i'm so yeah. psyched you know up 3-0 in the series and then somehow they pulled it out and i don't know what's with with the raptors and these buzzer beaters but i mean you know we all remember last year game seven against the sixers and they might not have Kawhi anymore but kyle lowry stepped up and did it again and i was watching with my parents actually and my dad and i were both pissed we were like what like you know angry at the end and my mom was just sitting there and she was like i'm sorry that was a that was a beautiful play i gotta (laughs) gotta hand it to the raptors and we were like you are bad at the sports fan thing we're like you have to be angry and she was like but it was so beautiful it's so pure and wouldn't it be nice and i'm so so many years removed from enjoying a game just on its merits and just the 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 beauty of the game because i have a rooting interest gambling wise or coming into work and making fun of you or bonetta but uh yeah, D- Dave, I, I don't know. The Celtics, these, these all these games are just nuts, right? Like you just, um, when you talk about betting them and, and trying to handicap, it seemed like, all right, this is the deal. Celtics are better. They probably have two of the best players on the floor, uh, you know, in, uh, in Kemba and, and Tatum. But um, but they, they blow it up in the fourth quarter and it seemed like the same thing was happening and Toronto didn't have anyone to step up and then that crazy shot at the end. You know, I always like to point out what is a literal must-win game. People use that a little too liberally. But, I mean, for all intents and purposes, if the Raptors don't win that one, the series is over. And like we talk about uh, over the years, you know, the team that has something, who who has a more pressing need to win the game, uh, the perception in the middle of NFL season or otherwise, that team tends to win. I, I am curious why the Raptors are now giving a point and a half in game four because they have fake home court, um, I guess, or are they on the road? Whatever it is, it, it's curious to me. I think Boston still survives this one. Shout out, though, to Charlotte's mom, who's very much like uh, Mo Damashek. We used to go when Pitt football was a powerhouse team. We would go there, and they would play these also-ran teams like Syracuse, and they would and Syracuse would score a touchdown. It would be like, oh, my God, is Pitt going to lose to this garbage team? And Mo would be like, yeah, but look at the sideline for Syracuse. Look how happy all their <laughs> boys are over there. Like, you know, like that's not... Yeah. That's not our concern. We're we're supposed to send them home sad, Mo. But she would do that. And also, shout out to Rachel Bonetta, 
because that's the way you play it. This thing is, it's not cute when people are like, let's get together and watch hey, the Steelers and Ravens are playing and we hate each other. Let's right. watch it together. Like, no, why would we want to do that? I don't, I don't, I don't think it's fun or charming or anything. I, you are my sworn enemy for the next three and a half hours. Yeah, that was exciting. I'll tell you what, maybe there's something to the way Mo Damashek and 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 Charlotte's mom watches Deb. My with mom all is these Deb, sports for the record. With all yeah, with all the what's that? Deb. Oh, I'm sorry. My mom is Deb. Oh, Deb. Oh, I thought you said my mom is dead. Oh no, sorry, sorry, no, no, no. Jesus Christ. Deb is doing great. Deb is currently sitting on the porch. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Please stay healthy, Deb. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I just made a mistake there. Uh, but anyway, with all these sports piling up. It's only going to mean more heartache and more hypertension, even if you're not a fan of these teams and all this other stuff. Uh, it's uh, I don't know. Maybe we should all go the route for 2020. Just root. Just watch these games with no rooting interest. It'll be a, a healthier way to go. But Can that's like that? physically impossible. Yeah, I know. One shame know. the devil. Impossible. We haven't uh, <laughs> the time to to waste indulging nonsense like that because it could never happen. And I think the easy answer and I, no jive, you know, I abide by a no jive policy here. Um, I've, I've already taken the steps to carve baseball out of the equation. I mean, I just, oh, yeah. how many yeah. hours in the day do I have? I, I'm not going to indulge. Yeah, you can't. Legitimately, it did occur to me last night. I know that the bubble has made everything weird in 2020. The, and, and But is baseball, is this the least relevant baseball season ever? Yes. Oh, sure. I mean, sure, I, yeah. it, it's been diminishing for me, my interest in it for the last handful of years. But for real, it feels like easily fourth place in terms of my profession, uh, uh, North American sports fan interest, baseball. And it's not just because I am nominally a Pirates fan. I just don't care about the whole thing right now. Well, I, th I think it does help that the three of our uh, teams don't have a prayer in, uh, <laughs> to, to well. The, you know, there's a nice moment here or there. I'm wearing a Mets shirt. The Mets hit a walk off uh, home against the Yankees. That's fun. That's a good time. But yeah, <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, something has to take a back seat. I get. I don't know. I don't know how to play college football yet. I mean, I don't. I know I can't play college football. <laughs> I don't know how to play in my mind. I don't know how to play where it's going to rank in terms of Saturdays. And I, I'm going to have to spend some time with the kids and everything. And if it's only a few conferences, I could, I could lay off a little. But uh, yeah, I think Charlotte's right. NBA playoffs is is not going away. It's going to be dynamite. The Clippers seem to have found their footing. Kawhi Leonard's shot chart, if you look at it, everything inside like 13 feet is a layup for him. He's shooting like 80%. Uh, that's going to be tough to beat. Denver, I think, was 12-6 and six when they had a rest disadvantage. Didn't show last night. They got slaughtered. I, I watched like three minutes of that game. I don't know. Um, very, very, very surprised if it's not Clippers, Lakers right now at this point for the West. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was honestly a little bit grateful to Denver for not being great because I feel like the previous three uh, playoff games we had came down to literally the last yeah. point oh five point oh one point zero seconds and mm -hmm. it was super fun but i also first of all i got those games confused i was trying to remember which end like which buzzer beater was which or like which ref's call was to yeah. which game and they were amazing and i was kind of wondering this is a quick aside but i was wondering if the bubble has made home court advantage just really not relevant and if that's why so many of these games have been so close, but I don't know. Yeah, we but well, we talked about that. If a Donovan Mitchell would be able to do this on the road, or if uh, Luca, or you know, all the, uh, or if you know, even uh, Dame would have been able to put up a, a ten-game stretch like he did if the if he was traveling. But um, 
Yeah, it's certainly something to consider. Uh, but they did get it right, NBA, with one thing. They did not give Zion the rookie of the year. I was going to say, if this guy's playing like 25 games, and uh, by the way, the Pelicans did not show up. Ja Morant, uh, rookie of the year. Zion third, actually. Uh, none from uh, Miami gets second. I'm happy with that, Dave. I know it's insignificant, but I, I feel like um, people are, I like when people do the right thing. <laughs> yeah, well, well the, exactly. And it would have been embarrassing, I think, in hindsight, if because, of course, when they vote at the end of the regular season and then something embarrassing happens to the guy who is going to receive the award, it, it's always a bad look. Um, obviously, Zion and company went out pretty meekly, and so it, it, it uh, ends up looking pretty good there. I will say, though, about the Clippers, I, 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 just a message, if I may, to the Nuggets and to the Rockets mm -hmm. right now. Listen, do you remember 2003 in no. uh, the mm -mm. aforementioned baseball um, playoffs? We were, it, it appeared for a second Ugh, there, Dave, like we were no. about to have, it appeared for a split set for, for a day or three, like we were going to have the Cubs and Red Sox, who at the time, neither of whom had won a World Series in, mm -hmm. I think, like 320 years or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> And then it ended up being Yankees and Marlins. And it was like, who gives a crap? Why did the sports gods do this to us? And there are a number of examples of that. We almost in 98 had the 15 and one Vikings against Elway and company trying to repeat. Yeah. And instead the Falcons picked them off and it made for a, a forgettable Super Bowl. Point is no disrespect. Nuggets rockets. You're nice teams. I hope you're back next year, but there's a higher purpose right now. Come on. Mm -hmm. It's COVID. I know football is on the way, but this is too good to to miss out on. Give us Lakers Clippers. Come on. <laughs> we, we want this. And by the way, sorry, Raptors also, and Bucks and everybody else. We also need Lakers Celtics in the finals. This is good. This will boost our, our, our national morale if we get these matchups. It's so funny you say that because I look at it from a gambler's perspective and I see, oh, the Cubs could play the Red Sox. That would be the greatest thing. One of these teams has to win and then more misery for another team. And I'm like, no, there's no way that's going to happen. I'm betting against that. I, I figure that in more than if there's a smart trend staring me right in the face between why the Cubs or Red Sox should win or lose. I'm like, no, the, the bottom line is we can't have nice things, <laughs> so it's not going to work out that way. Mets-Yankees was fun. It, once in a while, every 20, 30 years, it slips through the cracks, the uh, the gambling gods and the sports gods. Uh, imagine if we, through, imagine if we ever got uh, – that's that's why, to me, on some level, the dream Super Bowl for all the hand-wringing about Jets and Browns fans. If you got Vikings Bills, who are a combined O forever yeah. in the Super Bowl, and they've had multiple runs at it, one team right. would have to lose that game and one team would have to win. And they're two nice fan bases They're you know, the cheery, relatively speaking and everything. It would just be the, the grandest fortnight in the run up to that yeah. game. And uh, I, I have never heard anyone describe the, the Buffalo Bills fan base as nice. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean that they stick with it, that they're hanging in there after all this pain and misery. I no, think there's something true. admirable. It's true. That's a lovely way of putting it. Um, that was also that sounded like a Magic Johnson tweet. You know, one team's going to have to win and one team's <laughs> going to have to lose. I know. But but literally, except why well, say literally, but there is the chance, as I as I've said before, when you're really a perennial loser like this there it there does stand the chance if the bills and vikings were playing in a super bowl against each other that it would just go on forever like it would just, <laughs> right. no one would ever win the game it would just be like 
hey, it's it's Valentine's Day. Let's wrap this up. Felt like, whoa, Memorial Day? That Super Bowl's still going on. And right. then August, training camp. Like, well, not for those two because they're still playing yeah. the Super Bowl. It'd be great. <laughs> well, it'd be great. First of all, it would not be great for whatever sports executive uh, hosted the Super Bowl that year. They may You may just not find them. If <laughs> it ended up Bills, Vikings, not a big moneymaker. And you talked about the, the pain suffered by Bills fans. A lot of it is self-inflicted at this point, just jumping through tables. Right. They're, con- they're concussed and they're not even able to. It's strategic, I think, because then they're not able to watch so the So true. Uh, but but or, I, you know what, though? For real, these people start showing up to tailgate home games on Friday. They, oh yeah, they. I, I have been up there for games, and they. I have to. It's in, the parking lots are full on Friday night. Like I bet. Yeah. You know, you can make fun of that um, if you want for like lack of something better to do. But I, you know, outside of my personal rooting interest, I don't think I'm rooting for a team for a fan base to win a Super Bowl more than I am for uh, for those diehard Buffalo really? Bills fans. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. All right. Well, to be fair, the weather is very nice. So why not get a start on uh, the outdoor uh, fun (laughs) waiting two days plus Um, Friday odds in the NBA. Then we'll move to NFL here. Courtesy of FanDuel Uh, Bucks minus five over the heat two twenty three and a half must win for the Bucks, Dave. You know, we say must win. It's it's pretty damn close. And I don't know what referees are going to show up, but they didn't do the Bucks any favor. Uh, I kind of like Milwaukee to jump out. And uh, big in there. And the Lakers minus six, 225 and a half over the Rockets. Again, too much rest or not enough. Harden, a lot of people, the narrative is he doesn't deserve to advance. Poor CP3. I know, Charlotte, I think you felt the same way. And back to back nights, I felt terrible for Donovan Mitchell and Chris mm-hmm. Paul, who basically saved the league a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and now they're both gone. Yeah. No, I, that, those last two plays were kind of heartbreaking. Um, I do still. I mean, everybody's said this. I do still think it's very funny that um, the Thunder won on a James Harden defensive play, I think, after he just absolutely did not show up in any capacity on offense. Um, I do really. I I actually I would take the heat tonight. Really? Yeah, I feel good. I really feel good about the heat. I think that they've been playing super well together. I I think there's something off about the Bucs, like not anything that I could pinpoint in terms of strategy or game plan or individual players. It's just like something has not been clicking the way I think it has to for them to pull ahead decisively. Um, And I Mm -hmm. kind of like the heat right now. So I think I might actually I might I might go with that. These games don't seem maybe it's because. Milwaukee didn't have a purposeful game for a while. Obviously they walked off the court and there was that, you know, so that's, that messes up the rhythm. Um, Orlando though, they were winning big by like 15, 16 in the fourth, you know, they, they hovered around the spread for all those games. So yeah, we haven't seen Giannis step up in the fourth. In fact, in game one, he only took four shots in the fourth quarter. I think he's maybe, it might be a, a different level of load management we haven't seen, Dave. I don't know what's going on. He doesn't want to show up his brother, Thanasis. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. I think Charlotte's uh, kind of right that um, that they're, the Bucks this whole, this whole run has not been peak performance from this team from what we saw really the last year and a half of them. Um, and the Heat, a lot of people were in on them. They were the hipster team coming into these playoffs. A lot of people sure. were picking them. I guess that that makes the Bucks kind of like Imagine Dragons, like you know this big this big breakout band. you know over the last couple of years, very Here popular. We go. 
Here but, we go. But like, are they ultimately as good as pavement? I don't know if they are. You know, like have I told they, you <laughs> my obsession with Imagine Dragons in sports? No. no. What oh happened? my god, I'm I'm obsessed with the idea that Imagine Dragons somehow became like the music of sports to the point where two years ago, when they their their front man I think is from Vegas, and it was the Knights. The Golden Knights first season, you know, they make it to a Stanley Cup. They trot out Imagine Dragons to play before the game. And I was covering it and I found I tracked down the band in like a little room off to the side of the stadium. And I wasn't supposed to be there, but I like snuck by security and I went up to the main guy and I was like, hey, um, what does it feel like to know that your college football song, the song that plays in college football is stuck in everybody's head constantly. And he was like, mm. that's not our song. <laughs> he was oh, like, really? it's Jared Leto's band song. And I was like, <laughs> wow, oh, my mistake. Well, okay. Uh, quick pivot. How do you write music for sports? And he was like, we don't. And I was like, this is going so well. <laughs> the thing you can't do is take if a if if a song is identified with another team um, yeah. or another, you cannot then take it and play like Sweet Caroline is the biggest offender of that right now, or yeah. fan bases that adopt that. That belongs to the Red Sox and Fenway Park. Have some dignity. Stop playing well, that. Say, but go ahead. how long does this go back? Because like the blues took um, Gloria, which upset me because I was like, that's not your song to take. Like, you can't just have have this song. Well, but that I, no, it didn't uh, belong to it. Did another team have no, Gloria? But that's before? a point. Like, no. it has to be a historic thing. Like, I love Gloria. I can't now enjoy the song the way I could before yeah. because they beat the Bruin. And I'm just like, who decided this? This like it has to be a historic thing. No, 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 no. You're does. allowed to you're allowed to pick a new one. If you're if you don't have one, no. what are you? You're now stuck forever. You're not allowed to, there was a statute of limitations. You no missed the window. You didn't you didn't you didn't pick your song when the when the song picking was being done too late now. You don't get yep. to have one, teams. That's how it works. Really? That I don't know if that's how it works. You it's can't weird. just well, choose a song in 20 whatever. Oh my god. I think you can, but if there's a there's a weirdness to that too because who let the dogs out? One of the major league baseball teams started that, and then everyone stole it, and that ended up being okay. I think it happened in San Francisco was the first time. I don't know if we could look that up real quick, but what about something like that? That's not even really even a song. It's just a rally rally cry, mm. you know. Well, that, but that's I, I, not attached to one team. This would be like this would be like okay, um, the Arizona Cardinals come out and they're like, "Sister Christian is our song." I would be like, mm -hmm. "Are you kidding me? No, it's not. You can't just take that in 2020. Ooh. Like that's an absurd thing to say. It rips the song away from the rest of America because I'm not yeah. about to be a Cardinals fan. And now every time I hear the song, I'm gonna think about the Cardinals. And now if someone dares tell the Cardinals that I said this and they do this, I will be very upset. So do you think everyone should have original songs, like a theme song? Like yeah, like Dick Dave Banks Damashek has the uniformant yeah. jingle. Like, why can't everybody have a jingle? Well, listen, those are great. I love the one thing that college football has over uh, pro football is, is that every team obviously has a fight song on the college side. Only a handful mm -hmm. do in the NFL. But those are all great songs, um, that, that, the, the specific songs. But, but on the other hand, like, again, to me, more vexing is that, um, don't stop believing 
Uh, oh, yeah. You know, but like that invokes the city's name. It says Detroit in the song. All right. Now it belongs to Detroit. What's up? Where's where's the dignity in playing that in other sports towns? That is well, where that to me is the bigger issue. And I'll just say anecdotally, Charlotte, hmm. we are family. The 1979 Buckos, the last time the Pirates were uh, one yeah. of the world. Like if you took that song away from them, we uh, the wives standing up on the dugout and dancing in their 1979 appropriate cowboy hats in Pittsburgh. I don't know why they wore them, but that was that was like that was a fun thing, you know. That yeah, was yeah, great. yeah. Can't and they can away. have that because the, like if the song comes out recently, that's I think that's different. Like if there's a song, like if a a song comes out tomorrow and you know it becomes a rallying cry for a team that's having a moment, those two can be connected. Uh, but okay, okay. If you go back and this this is how this I is see. how I feel about this. If you go back and you take Gloria. I'm sorry. I, I, I still have a real problem with that, and I will probably never get over it, and I'm sure it has something to do with my personal fandom, but here we are. Wow. All right. You're going to have to write these out because these, these rules are very specific, I think, Charlotte. This might, I, I might I have like to write gonna, an article about this. Yeah, I think you're going to have to. It might just be a book. I don't think an <laughs> article is enough okay. because uh, a couple things, though, Dave. Don't start, stop believing. Um, I think the San Francisco Giants were, they, no matter who played it before, the iconic image now is of Steve Perry, a Bay Area native, singing it during the seventh inning stretch in the bleachers. So go have at it, Giants. Interesting. Yeah, fair point. Also, is that is that now where the song is most identified or when Tony Soprano no. did not, yeah. not I, did yes, get I, I, shot I, 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 I at the it. end or whatever? He did get well, shot, by the way. I hate it because of that. Yeah, yeah, let's see Meadow try to parallel park for uh, 20 minutes. And I, I can't stand that ending. I don't want to even get it. He into died. That. He got killed. That's what happens. No. The guy came out of the bathroom and shot no. him. That's it. The lights went no. out. No, because you would have seen it. You didn't see any of that. Do you, do I haven't seen The Sopranos, dead. so. No, David Chase is dead to me. The Nationals used Baby Shark. What about that? They should... That's, that was that's around a new the song, same time, Charlotte. though. I mean, it was that's annoying as song. hell, but it was around the same yes. time. Yeah, all right. But I don't think they should get credit for that. I don't know. It's weird because presidential candidates um, take songs all the time until they're told, no, you can't use that song. That's 40 years old. We hate you. Um, so that goes on. Uh, I will say it's funny that uh, this started off this. We, we weren't recording when Charlotte pulled up to the mic wearing a Motley Crue shirt yeah. and Dave accused her of wearing it ironically. And she said, no, 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 I'm not wearing it ironically. And so the obvious follow-up question <laughs> is, are you a big Motley Crue fan? She's like, no, no, yeah, I don't well, know. Their, I don't know any of their music. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. We got a lot <laughs> to figure out. There's so much to figure out. Um, Let's move on to uh, the football. Let's bring it on yes. home here, Charlotte. Sure. Assign a Motley Crue song to the blues to use going forward. Oh, that's Please. smart. Okay. No, I yeah. couldn't. I can't name a Motley Crue song. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it ironic? No. Yeah. You should just wa- you should just wear Alanis uh, Morissette shirts. I would love that. <laughs> I love she has yeah. a new single out. It's amazing. She does? It's un- it's called Ablaze and it's a song to her two children, and I tear up every time. Oh yeah, but we've oh, yeah, already Vancouver, established that I'm emotionally Canucks are, uh, I hope it, you're but. listening, Seattle Kraken. It's got to be a new song based on <laughs> Charlotte's rules. It does. There you go. 
<laughs> All right, Charlotte, let's talk about the Patriots. It's so funny. So I thought it said that Belichick named Cam Newton as starter. No surprise. Fandle has had this at minus 400 all summer that he's going to be the starter over who? Jason Stidham, who has like four. Uh, is, it, is, it, is it Jared Stidham? I don't know. Who's the, who's the actor? Jason Statham and Jared yeah. Stidham. Jason Statham has four attempted passes. I didn't think he was going to get the job, nor was Brian Hoyer. But Cam got it. And then today, Belichick, after chewing on a $5 footlong, says, whoa, 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 I never said anything. We're not saying anything about starters. Um, it, it's up in the air. No, it, looked, it looked for a minute like the Patriots were going to play by the, the rules and just name a starter and just why does this have to be, even this, be controversial when you knew they were bringing them in? Uh, I think it's sort of, I think that if they... I think it would go against everything Bill has done and built up and the way he runs the team for him to say that Cam is the starter. Um, I mm-hmm. think he I think he likes to keep everyone on their toes a little bit. Like even if he's personally taking Cam aside and been like, yeah, this is probably your job for the fan base. I think there's some sort of like earn your spot mentality that he needs to keep uh, the charade up where it's like, OK, Jared Stidham he's had four passes in the NFL and two of them were interceptions. Like I don't see Mm -hmm. putting that guy in before cam, but the whole point of like work hard, do your job the Patriot way is that if you show up and you improve and you win it on some merit based on practices and training camp, which is insane, then like there's a chance that it's your job. And obviously I want it to be cam, but I also think that he's kind of keeping the fan base on its toes a little bit by by not announcing it and and maybe doing away with the full speculation that would come with a definitive decision. Right. I agree. But as Dave points out, we're hours away, literally, <laughs> and there's no more preseason games. Like, what more does anyone... First of all, he's made his decision. It's it's stupid. So it, uh, whether he wants to let the public in on it is another thing. But what what's the harm right now? They've uh, nine days out before the opener against the Dolphins to just say Cam Newton's a starter. He's one of the captains. I get it. Establishing a philosophy inside the building about earning your spot and whatever and all of this and that. But right, it's it, it shows the limitations of journalism on some degree if you are strictly reporting the idea that like that that then the reporter has to say well Bill Belichick says he hasn't made a decision yet and it's a competition that then the media goes out and says that but then that fan base uh, that the fan base isn't uh capable of analyzing everybody like well obviously it's number one I mean we're not starting Jared Stidham and that should be the end of the conversation bottom line August is just a whole ongoing lie don't indulge any of it. Obviously, Superman is going to be the quarterback. And when he mm. thrives throwing to the same receivers that Tom Brady had to leave mm. town to get away from because he could because the guy who makes everybody better couldn't make those guys yeah. better. But when Cam does make them better, it will clinch the gold jacket. I am right. at the 21 table. I am holding on 19. I don't have to up my point here. Cam Newton is a Hall of Famer <laughs> and he will prove it over the course of 2020. All right. Well, August, uh, Charlotte, you want to tell Dave that we're not in August anymore? I know it's a, it's, we're in September. So this is, I can't this be what sure with the about Bills that, fans. Sal. Yeah, oh, but not? <laughs> August was just hours ago, Sal. Time in 2020 hours. is, okay. is plays by its own rules. So we could be going backwards at this point. 
I guess this, I guess this is why Bills fans show up to tailgates uh, three weeks before a game. Yeah. So, yeah. Nobody really knows. Um, nobody also knows who Dave is going to vote out of our draft. He's going to kick out, actually. There's no vote. What happens in our fantasy league, my West Coast fantasy league, it's me, it's Dave, it's our friend Hench, it's Bill Simmons, it's John Hamm, so many others. Uh, what happens is we have 11 teams. Whoever wins the league gets to kick a team out. And then the team that was kicked out the previous year is allowed to come back. Dave won last year under questionable circumstances. We don't want to get into it because I end up uh, digging my own grave doing this here. Careful but, with um, yourself, Sal. Careful with you yourself. Know, like the, yeah, like the six or seven most points or something. One of the last five. I don't know what happened. Anyway, uh, he won the league. He gets to do the kicking out. Our draft is Tuesday night over Zoom. Dave, I've asked that you do it Monday night because the, the setup for the draft is going to be a little different. We're not shouting um, auction numbers uh, in a room, so we need to set it up uh, online in a different manner. What are, what are your thoughts now, literally hours out? Hold on. Can I ask one oh, quick sure. question okay. first? Yes. Who was kicked out last year? Uh, who was kicked out last year? Was our friend, was it, um, who was kicked out? I'm trying was to think of who Brad? wasn't in the league. Brad, Brad was kicked out. Right? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes, right. Yeah. Our the friend move, Brad the was kicked, kicked out. out Brad because they have a head to head rivalry that three years, three years the Mook has won the last five. He's kicked out Brad every single <laughs> oh, year because no. they have a terrible, terrible uh, uh, email rivalry. Okay. Um, and it's very serious. It's one of the reasons a lot of people didn't want to continue with the league. Anyway, there's a lot going on, but Dave has to oust somebody in about two or three days. Yeah, that's true. I do. And uh, I, I don't like to live life in the rearview mirror. But uh, then again, I have won two out of the last three. Is that what you call a dynasty? I'll leave that to analysts <laughs> like Charlotte no. Wilder to, to evaluate. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, my 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 season long point total wasn't uh, wasn't overwhelming, but. I had Saquon Barkley who was hurt all year, and then he came back in time for the oh, playoffs. All right, you won. Won. I mean, don't, you won. You don't okay. impugn. You, okay. you don't okay. impugn what my team did last year, and then expect me to just let it sit there. And you've just right. jeopardized your spot in I know. 2020 See, that's the with that. That's the problem with yeah, this. Yeah, are you going to kick out Sal? Maybe. What do you well, think, so Charlotte? I mean, I don't know. I think I would have a real problem with this. I would feel so terrible kicking anybody out like I would feel really really <laughs> it's it's actually my nightmare like I, I'm yeah. having trouble thinking about this or putting myself in your position because I would feel it was actually funny when when Rachel texted me back the next day and she was like I, I couldn't talk to Celtics fans last night I was like look I I actually did feel kind of bad like I, I'm a terrible sports fan and that I can't really trash talk because I feel too bad and she was like I always had a sneaking suspicion you were Canadian so maybe I'm secretly Canadian um, oh, she shouldn't. Please. She's the worst well, with the trash talk. I know. Yeah, I know. But but what yeah. I what I think is, Dave, uh, from an emotional standpoint, does it feel like there's a lot writing on this or is this really just business? Mm. Well, it's definitely not business. I mean, you know, okay. this is I. I Do you I take joy like... in this? Like, is this fun for you no, or is this no, no, hard? No, 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 no. This is of all of Sal's diabolical plots. This is uh, right up at the top of it. It's a misery to to have to participate in. It is weird what it says about the members of the league because about half the guys love it. They that we could never get rid of the kickout. The other half of us are like, please, can we get rid of this? This is a this is 
a horrible well, thing. It's, it's, it's what makes it different. You, you can be in a hundred different fantasy leagues. No one has this fun wrinkle. Well, I think it's fun. And I've been you kicked out. Think, I've been on, you I've didn't been think the, it was different. fun when I kicked you out. I of course. Kick, that's a long story for another day, yes. Charlotte. But I okay. kicked Sal out and I feel justified in having done it. And by the way, without without any of the other stories that, that that informed my decision to kick Sal out, I go back to what I said the day that we started this thing about uh, uh, whatever it was, 11, 12 years ago when Sal came up with this terrible thing uh, <laughs> of, of kicking somebody out. I said, if I win, when I win the league, the guy who I am kicking out is Sal for coming up with this nonsense. That's justice being delivered. And Fine. then Sal was still, but you were still mad when I kicked you out. Oh yeah, it's a long ride home and it's a long walk to the car. It's 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 devastating. You don't get to And speak. then you kicked See, me out the following year. <laughs> I had to do it. But Charlie, here's have the thing. To. What, what, it was your whether, dumb plan to do this. <laughs> whether Dave's holding the hammer or anybody else, here I think, and maybe you guys could add to this. Here's what's uh uh paramount to the consideration. Like, first of all, you could go the easy way and you could kick out someone you don't deal with all year other than just at the draft, right? Yeah. So you have you have your list of friends and you don't maybe want to kick out your close friends and whoever's at the bottom, yeah, it still sucks that you have to say their name, but it doesn't hurt as much. Um, no hard feelings. You're not going to lose any, you know, it's not like, oh, we can't go to lunch now. But then there are your close friends and that's pretty damn funny, right? We're in the uh, we're in the uh, the joke business here, yeah. I think. So if he kicks me out, if he kicks Simmons out, if he kicks our friend Hench out, who we have a very a private text chain that goes on and on and on, I think that's funny too. Um, there's other ways to play it. Who's going to get the angriest? What kind of reaction? Our friend Brad is a lunatic. He, um, I think we've told this story. He like threw a, a, a pitcher of Mountain Dew after he was kicked out and then ran out what he thought was going to be oh, the, right. the back door and it was a balcony. So he had to just jump off the balcony. So there's a lot to consider. I don't know how Dave's going to do it, but I'm wondering, is, are you going to make your announcement Monday or do you have something more devious planned? You know what? I think it's um, I think it's good for extra points if okay. I if I make the announcement on our next episode. So <gasps> I will. Um, Charlotte, wow. this is going to be a long Labor Day weekend of labor for you because you're going to have to look in your heart and decide who's getting kicked out. Now, oh, it, would, no. it wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't Are you going to make me kick someone would, out of your Well, league? you just said like you, you can't imagine and, and it must be terrible to do. <laughs> no. And I agree. And I think it makes a lot of sense for you to do it now. Here's the thing. What you the? don't know a lot of the guys in the league, but you do know oh, Sal no. and you do know and you do know Simmons and mm -hmm. you know John Hamm, at least uh, oh, on he, your he's, TV there, screen. So one of those three makes sense. What have I told you to what? Just just take a step back. I watched Willy Wonka the other day and um, remember at the <laughs> end when Charlie when Charlie has the uh, the nonstop gobstopper or whatever, oh. the, and, uh, the eternal gobstopper or yeah. whatever. And yeah. and uh, what's his name? The the guy with the scar comes in and he tells all the kids like, "We'll give you money if you if you steal one of those and give it to us." But Charlie, mm -hmm. after after Wonka kicks him out, get out of here! You've lost. Goodbye. Good day, sir. He says. Mm -hmm. And then Charlie, still even after getting kicked out, he gives him back the gobstopper. He's like, "Well, I can't do what's wrong and 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 give this to your competitor." And that's what <laughs> makes Wonka turn around. What if the opposite were true? What if I were to tell you? that there are some unnamed people in our league that are quietly campaigning to me like, you know who you should really kick out is the other guy. Oh, really? Guy. Yeah. So I can guess who might true? be doing that. Who, who real, you shouldn't kick me out. Who you should kick out is blank. 
if somebody's making that case, does that make them a ne'er do well worthy of being kicked out themselves? Yes. So here's what, a here's wow. a can you kick yourself out? Good. We don't. We. I would it, never do it. I would. I, I, I'm upon. not going to do you that. Can. I'm chasing. I'm chasing history now. Okay. I mean, I'm oh, chasing yeah, three out of four years. I can't walk away yeah. now. Oh, how great would that be if you leave it up to Charlotte? That's what I'm saying. If you leave you it out. up to me, I'm going to make you kick yourself out of the league. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> why, I haven't why, considered why? that. So think about it. Think you have the weekend to decide whether I make the decision or not. But wow. Oh, we should have kept that. What? What a, what a great moment that would have been. <laughs> well, what's done is done. Now we can't have it. But you can't kick me out. How about you? You kick me out. All right. Well, then maybe that's right. a caveat. A, a caveat. That's uh, right, we'll it's Charlotte and the Chocolate Factory right mm. now. This is what's going to happen here. I don't know. Uh, all right. Well, so you're giving her. Are you going to give her? Are you going to narrow it down to a couple or are you going to say, hey, these are the 10 names? I'm telling you, Have at it. I'm telling you right now, I will not kick John Hamm out of your fantasy league. Oh, so it's down to I think Sal it's a and Simmons. Don't make I, me I, do I, this, Dave. Don't make me do this. Charlotte, I think that's a mistake. I think if you know anything about John Hamm and Don Draper, he likes the bad girl, you know? So if he, if he you know, otherwise probably okay, doesn't, well, then I will. Maybe then doesn't I'll know kick John you. Hamm it's up. like. Whoa, who's I need to know about this woman who kicked me out. Well, first of all, point. why is she kicking me out? And secondly, I, I need to know a little more about her. I'm on my way to the Well, I could throw show. somebody else out. I hate to put someone else's head on the chopping block, but if you're familiar with crank yankers, do you know uh do you know Niall Standish? If you know him, oh, we, yeah. we could throw that head on the block too. That's another guy in our league. This so makes interesting. My stomach. I I have a tummy ache now. This is really emotionally. <laughs> this is tough for me. I would not want to be in your shoes, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Would not want Don't to be in your ironic t-shirt. we have another topic to talk about? Yes. Okay, we'll move on, but we're, we're probably going to go back to this Monday. Oh. Um, this is sad. I don't want to talk really talk about this, but Tom Seaver, legendary oh. Met, the franchise of the Mets, who was inadvertently brought up on Wednesday's show when Dave spoke Weird. about Alvin Kamara, number 41. I'm like, there's only one 41, and that's Tom Seaver. And then a few hours later, it was announced that he had uh, died. Um What's to say? 13 All-Star Games, three Cy Young Awards, really the face of the franchise, traded him way too early, uh, 311 wins, a Hall of Famer. God bless him. Now, here's my problem with it. Well, my problem is I don't like when my heroes die. The other problem is Tom Terrific is the um, nickname. Somehow, somehow Tom Brady latched onto this. I'm not blaming Tom Brady, but he was also known as Tom Terrific. We talk about franchises stealing songs this i think is a worse offense when players steal other players nicknames tom terrific for one lt lawrence taylor was the original long uh lt ladanian tomlinson great player he can't take that name um just even conferences the sec has like three tigers like it's 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 crazy to me a rod and erotic and and uh and rodriguez the pistol pete the rocket there's so many where do we stand on stealing names I frown on it is the is the answer. It's uh, it's the height of uncreativity. It's right up there with, um, you know, with giving yourself a nickname. So Tom Brady has failed twice on this front. He may be the goat at throwing the football, but um, one Tom terrific already taken by a legend in sport and two assigning yourself, I think, or I don't know when it happened, but like we talked about a few weeks ago, if you look him up on uh, Pro Football Reference, you'll see that he's, one of his nicknames is The Pharaoh. The Pharaoh. I really oh, don't yeah, think, yeah, you said that. I feel Pharaoh. like that's a prank. I've never heard that in my entire life. 
But I don't, I don't he care could for have it. the pharaoh. Let him have the pharaoh. The pharaoh hasn't been taken by any uh, legends before. Him, <laughs> True. Sure. I don't know what it insinuates, but um, the um, that he's pretty because those sphinxes are all are usually you know those. Oh, those, I, those, I, those, I don't. Okay. I don't know. The mummies are usually nice, but um, I will say legitimately. That that is, it's weird that this is um, my my experience in life, but that was I I'm pretty sure the first time I ever saw a grown man cry was when Tom Seaver got traded from the yeah. uh, from the Mets and he was on the bus. You're I'm I, for some reason that's in my brain forever that him kind of like leaning on the bus window, looking out and weeping and like what is going on with that grown man crying over there? Yeah. Very sad. I recently sad. I watched after he died. I watched the press conference where he. Um, announces that he's leaving and he talks about what the, what he's done for the fans and what they've done for him and he chokes up and I choked up. I mean, that was like, that was, it was so emotional and so real in a way that I can't remember a recent, um, a recent sports moment that felt mm. that genuine from a player. Um, maybe it's because I'm cynical now and everything feels a little bit produced and kind of made to go viral and back then it, it, you know, he didn't have Twitter to put that clip yeah. up. But um, I also think that to play devil's advocate on the name thing for a second, I think that people I think there are certain names and sounds that people gravitate towards. Like I've had the same nickname among different groups of friends that has come up no matter if those friends knew each other or knew that anyone had called me that before. So I think it's almost inevitable that like a rod or LT becomes a thing. But I do think that's something yeah. like Tom terrific. That's not, that's not like, Oh, you know, a nickname for Tom is terrific. Like that should have been Tom Seavers. I will right. say that. And I think that's why he was choking up half the reason it wasn't because he was leaving the cruddy uh, mid seventies Mets. That's for sure. Late seventies Mets. It's, it's uh, because he knew in 35 years, some jerk named Tom Brady was going to steal his nickname. I don't, uh, I would choke up too. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm just seeing now on Twitter, Tom Brady is demanding to be called. Don't stop believing. So I don't know. It's a, <laughs> it just doesn't I, end. I, that doesn't it, even it make doesn't sense. End. Yeah. I don't know. Tom, <laughs> Sister Christian Brady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I will say, uh, Charlotte asked for it. I, I cried when Rudy Gobert licked the microphone. That that oh you that did. Brought did out you really? emotions. Yeah, for, I think we all did. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> where we be all like, started. <laughs> we all should have been crying that how day. How funny would that have been if Damashek had started crying when he watched Rudy Gobert <laughs> touch the microphone? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna see that right that face right there when Charlotte votes him out on Monday. It's gonna be the same tears. Um, yeah, so, uh, all right, no stealing nicknames. I don't know, it seems, doesn't seem hard enough. You can't wear a, a Tom Seaver's jersey number, right? The Patriots won't let anyone wear Brady's number 12, I'm guessing. Uh, why, why can't we do the same thing with nicknames? It just uh, just annoyed me that Tom Terrific, uh, Tom Seaver. Sal, do you have any nicknames? Me? Yeah. No, just uh, my wife calls me Munya because that's right. my made-up Hebrew name, but uh, no, not really. Dave, do you know. have nicknames? Shaq, everybody called oh. me. Most people call yeah. me that. But um, yeah, 41, um, to shout it out, Seaver is the greatest number 41 in sports history, but Dirk Nowitzki is there looming, and I've credited Alvin Kamara to his face for the savvy ploy, um, long pl the long play. 
He's the greatest 41 already. He's the greatest uh, 41 in NFL history. Who is? Alvin oh, Kamara. I mean, who are you? And, he and, could have football. And yeah. also, he goes to the Hall of Fame. Um, when he goes into the Hall of Fame, if he does, it'll be cool because he, he'll be the first guy to have a nose ring. In the is Hall that of right? Fame, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. But anyhow. On the bus. Yeah. I once went uh, go-karting with Alvin Kamara. You did? Yeah. For like some video at the Super Bowl a few years ago. He was a very nice guy. Delightful, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also drove after we did the um the course he drove the entire thing backwards just as a joke which I appreciated. Nice. See, I I when I was excited and then he's like, "Yeah, for some Super Bowl thing." I was like, "Oh, I thought you were hanging out fr as friends." No, no that would be way a, too it was cool a for me. Prearranged thing. Uh anyway, all right. Rest in peace Tom Seaver. Really uh really the greatest and terrific and the only terrific Tom out there. Maybe Bosley, the father on uh Oh yeah, happy days. But yeah, that's mm -hmm. a good, that's a terrific time. Um, but uh, he he died. He had dementia. He had COVID. Someone else who announced they had COVID this week. The Rock. Now, thankfully, he's he says he's on the other side of it. He and his family are getting over it. Um, you know, they want to they want to get the word out there. Make sure social distancing is still a thing. But I was thinking about this, and we announced like you know when when Trump was elected, it's like why shouldn't an Oprah or The Rock or uh, George Clooney run again? How great would they be? How great would anyone be? You know, we're just picking famous people anyway. Well, I was like, well, yeah, The Rock would be a fine president, <laughs> and even more in this situation, he has to survive, right? If The Rock didn't survive COVID. I don't think people would leave their house until 2046 or let's say 2041 in honor of the great uh, Tom Seaver. But um, am I right? Like other than family members and friends, I'm rooting for The Rock to survive this more than anyone else because of the mass hysteria uh, attached if he, if he were not. To. I mean, it seems like he, he is. I, I watched yeah. his whole, you know, 40,000 minute long video about how he got COVID oh. and recovered. And he was like, you know, mm -hmm. we're all. We came through healthier on the other side. And I was like, well, maybe we shouldn't go that far. Um, but he right. was very careful to say, you know, a lot of people have died from this. I've had friends who've lost parents. Everyone has to wear a mask. If you're hanging out with family, friends, I'm not saying don't hang out with them. I'm saying get them tested. So it was a good it was a good public service announcement. But uh, I think he's yeah. going to be OK. I think he's going to make it. OK, Dave, am I looking at this the wrong way? Because God forbid, if The Rock didn't survive something like this, the other way we could look at this is to say, uh, Oh wow! All that training, all that good eating—it do it doesn't matter. Why? Why are we even bothering? Why? Uh, this guy woke himself up at two thirty in the morning every day to do preacher curls, um, and then uh, and then he's gone. Yeah, it uh, it it uh, definitely reminds everybody of uh, their mortality. The Rock and Batman—he also has it. The the new Batman. Oh yeah, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, Robert pa Robert Pattinson is a side note, not the germane here, but. He's mm -hmm. one of those guys who falls into the category for me, who's considered almost the world over a handsome devil, but his uh, his aesthetic appeal is lost on Dave completely. I don't I like like that guy's considered super handsome. I didn't know that. No, I'm with but you. I, 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 I don't get that one. I would walk by him on the street and never know that he's. Uh, considered I think handsome. he has that ghostly looked, twilight yeah. look to him. I, right. I, I, I can't uh, separate the two, two. vampire. -y. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. But he's Batman. But yeah. um, but yeah, I mean, that really is where we we started here that with Gobert and Hanks, I, I, I've i said it before. I say it again. If those two things didn't happen within hours of one another, everything happens within hours of one another. If, if Literally. Hours. But, anyway, yeah. but <laughs> Hanks and Gobert, that happened, what, with like a day or so apart. Yeah. Less, and yeah. it I, immediately it shut down. 
And I, I mm -hmm. legitimately wonder if we would have gone as a as a nation another week or two without yeah, that. Maybe. And and um, so, yeah, but but I, it does suggest your value system in life, Sal, that you're like outside my family. I think The Rock mm -hmm. is the one who I would save above all else. Not even Dak right. Prescott. No, no, I, I'm just I'm just looking at it in terms of uh, and he's not even like my favorite celebrity or anything, no, but, like, but in terms of the, the message, it's I think, shocking the people right. to die of yes. COVID. The rock right. would be up there. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, like, yeah, obviously I would miss Huey Lewis way, way, oh, way, okay, way okay, more. Okay, but good. he's he's got, you know, he's got. Yeah, and God you know, save the news. Yeah. The news can't get COVID. Right. God save the news. Yeah. I get, as long as no one from Motley Crue, you know, that's oh, God, I think no. we can Leave all agree my boys alone. Right. Yes, because uh, Charlotte needs to go backward go-kart racing with Nikki Six or something. We gotta, is that Motley Crue? That's Motley Crue. Yes. I don't even know. I don't know, Sal. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about the Kentucky Derby coming up this week? This weekend, Saturday, everything's jammed into this fall it's schedule. Too much. It's unbelievable what goes on. Uh, we're going to make our picks without having known. Uh, we're not. We don't study up on the horses too much, but FanDuel's providing odds. So let's take a look. Tis the law is the favorite at four to five art collector, six to one authentic eight to one honor AP eight to one. I'm not going to read all these. There's like 27 freaking horses, but I figured by name, by name only, we will choose one. And uh, maybe there's an anecdote attached and um, we'll put a couple bucks on them and see what happens. I'm, Charlotte, you want to start us off? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, I'm choosing Dean Martini. Oh, that's a fun one. Because I, think it's a funny play on words as any mm -hmm. good horse name is. Wouldn't it be funny if you name kids the way you name horses? Like, you know, this is my son, um, you know, tax evasion. And you're like, oh, ha, ha. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I also like martinis and um, I don't know anyone I don't like named Dean. So. Oh, that's good. All right. Hmm. That is a hundred, 150 to one odds. So you bet. It's a long shot, right? That. That's what they call it in the very, biz. very long shot. One of the bottom six uh, expected to finish first there, I would say. Uh, that's great. So two dollars gets you 300 back on Dean Martini. And I think, Charlotte, most celebrities you, you use tax evasion as a joke, but most celebrities do worse in naming their kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't just shouldn't just pin it on celebrities. But there are some weird ones out there. All right, Dave. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm almost positive there's at least one celebrity baby named Martini out there. But um, <laughs> I will. But yeah. um, uh, what what am I missing with this field? There are 27 horses in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. That seems like the, don't they typically have like 10 or 12? No, no, no. no, they no have I a think lot. The, the, the Belmont gets down. Is that Once where you get it gets to the Belmont? Down? It's like 10 or 12. Um, yeah. uh, you know, full disclosure, I am not big on the ponies. I don't know uh. what I'm talking about with this. But yes, I will uh, I will take New York traffic because of the size of the field. There are 27 horses out there. <laughs> if you're a horse, uh. if you're a horse that didn't get selected to run in this, this is worse than missing the NBA or NHL playoffs. You should be humiliated right. that you are. I'll take New York traffic because so many out there, I would assume that they know how to negotiate. One last thing, Dean. You may like the grown-ups that you know named Dean, uh, Charlotte, but definitely way up there on the list of weird names for a baby. I mean, like, what's oh, what is who's this little angel? What's in <clears throat> Dean? Dean, no, I, yeah, I've, Dean well, the I, baby. I had a friend named Dean in college, so maybe I was not far enough removed from being a kid that it didn't seem Dean. Right. That is it. Well, yeah. it makes you think. Little Dean. Very, very, a very young Dean is a, is a, is a weird thing. Young I Dean. Think. But, 
But I think the parents probably have aspirations. Think, okay, he's someday going to grow up, and this is going to be fine. He's going to be a a hockey player. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Dean Youngblood, Um, good for you. Good shout out uh, there, Charlotte. I didn't even know that was a hockey player. Oh, Rob Lowe's finest performance on uh, in cinema. Yeah. Well, what movie? Yes, Youngblood cinema. Yes, I see what you're saying. Uh, New York traffic. Yes, that, that's a good one. So, all right, you're thinking New York traffic is the Dame Lillard of the uh, of the horse bubble that's here. Right. That could be interesting. All right, I'm going to go with two. I'm going to go King Guillermo in honor of our friend Guillermo, Jimmy Kimmel's sidekick, uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live, twenty five to one. And I also like Uncle Chuck at sixteen to one because. Oh, you have something here? Yeah. Well, that was Charlotte, that ahead. was going to be my first choice because one of my nicknames um, with. Very few people, but Chuck is Uncle Chuck. No, but oh, Chuck, Chuck. I'm Aunt Char, and then there's Uncle Chuck. I was like, ah, kind of, you know. I I kind of like if you don't mind us calling you Chuck, and if you do mind, even even more. Uh, no, I love it. You, you do. It's mm. not a bad nickname for her, uh, Dave. Sheck, <laughs> Sheck and Chuck, Sheck and Chuck. Please, 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 the Pharaoh. All oh, right, okay. Everyone's got to be the taking pharaoh. that one. Um, I like Uncle Chuck because my agent. <laughs> James Baby Doll Dixon, who is now um, now claims he's a manager to get uh, to circumvent the WGA rules. Anyway, that's a whole different story. But my agent, James Baby Doll Dixon, likes to say, um, my name is Chuck and I don't give a fuck. Right. Mm. So and he says it in a way that he thinks he made it up, even though it's been around for a, a long, long time. And he'll say it um, multiple times uh, during a conversation if you bring something up that uh, is not supposed to affect him. So it's a, it's a way to be cool. Uh, he's like everybody's uncle, Uncle Chuck. Uh, my name is Chuck. I don't give a, yeah, it's 16 to one odds. That's my picks. All right, so Uncle Chuck, New York Traffic, and Dean Martini. That's uh, that's the extra points crew picks right there. Terrible picks and, for sure. Yeah, that's a really bad. Don't bet you know, on the those. Favorite, <laughs> the favorite is well, the law is probably going to win. Give us, even you odds, just so. went through Friday night there and Charlotte weighed in on those NBA games. Are you doing a, a best bet of the weekend? Oh, I hadn't. I thought I, I thought that would be our, uh, our well, that, horse, that, that but, takes. I want to yeah. say because I Go am ahead. a patriot of, mm-hmm. uh, of, of these United States. I'm taking Army, the Black Knights, giving oh. three and a half tomorrow i support our troops and uh by the way army also has the best but at least the most underrated college uh football fight song it's a great fight song i think they win at home army i'm taking a minus three that's one of motley crew's best um yeah uh it's funny i took mid tennessee state on tv today because i need an underdog because i'm so woefully behind because of the freaking Vegas Knights didn't somehow didn't learn on the board. Is that the new thing in hockey, Dave? You just, you just outshoot your opponent by 20 and then uh, hope for the best. Just sit back and just snipe and try to pick your opportunity. It seems like all these games and the same Islanders flyers was the same Vegas, Vancouver, probably outshot those two combined was like by 40, 35, 40 shots. And they were on the low end. Vancouver was way, way like they outscored by four. So I don't get what's going on in hockey. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing the Canucks sneak through there and steal a cup. Like we've already said, though, um, the Tampa Bay Lightning are destined to hoist uh, to hoist the cup whenever this thing mm. wraps up. In the meantime, glass half full look for Patrick Division um, lovers, longtime Patrick Division lovers. At least 
either the Flyers or the Islanders will soon be gone. Once what again. a brutal series. Brutal. Yeah. Little craziness going on. You can't you can't take your eyes off. Flyers haven't right. won a Stanley Cup since 1975. Let it stay. Let it remain that way. <laughs> um all right, let's give our extra points as we close out the show. Charlotte, what's your extra point? My extra point is that last night I look at Twitter and I see that Jay Cutler is trending. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this can't be good. And then I click it and apparently he was seen out in Nashville with Tammy Lauren, uh, the mm-hmm. Fox News, uh, you know, whatever. She, yeah, she, ugh. I can't. You like it. You're a big fan. We get it. Anyway. And then I saw someone say like, no, they're not dating. But I was just like, that is the most 2020 thing I could possibly think of is that Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari break up and he's seen out sharing shots of tequila during the global pandemic. I was like, why are they even at a bar with uh, Tommy Lauren? So that's my extra point, which is that everything is bad. Well, it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) That makes it official. There it is. Um, I uh, this news popped up as we were wrapping uh, Fox Bet Live yesterday, and I said to Benetta, I was like, "Well, whether this is true or not, because stuff like this is, is gets sent down the pipeline all the time. Whether this is true or not, is there a worse for an ex girlfriend or whatever, or why, whatever for Kristen Cavallari? Is there a worse rebound than Tammy Lauren? <laughs> if right, nope. is there? I can't even really think of, of of one right at this point. Like that's got to. Oh, you know how I'll stick it to her. I'll, I'll date the uh, the Tammy Lauren. That that's what we'll, let's let's put it out there. I just want to see her her head spin around. It's awful. It would be so. I can't even <laughs> fathom that. That's like me thinking about having to kick someone out of a fantasy league. Is how awful oh, that is. You better get used. You better come to terms with it. Dave's sick of shouldering responsibility. What's your extra point, Dave? Um, I don't know if this is a good thing or bad thing. I think it's actually reflects poorly on Jay Cutler, but he was one half of the greatest. Um, number six wearing QB versus another number six wearing QB in oh, NFL God. history. One time Mark Sanchez and the Jets <laughs> went, went to soldier field and play number six, Jay Cutler and the bears. And that is legitimately the greatest six. V that six can't Q- be it really it football's is. been around a hundred years. How more, many guys more, wear six, that's it? you know, how many wear and that is each other. so depressing. Someone wears six just to, uh, to just to write the ship. I'll here. wear six. Someone change their name. You'll wear six. Okay. Charlotte's been the most right, controversial one is really the is Peyton Manning high end at eighteen. Sage Rosenfels his greatest foe really? at number eighteen. That's a mixed bag too. Anyhow, mine is this. <laughs> we have a lot to think about with sports uh, or pro or pro football action waiting on the other side of the holiday on Monday. But I can't say it strongly enough. Do not honor Labor Day. Labor Day is a trick. It's one of the most diabolical ploys by the man to distract you. What are we celebrating on Labor Day? It's right there in the title. It's work. Labor Day? I'm going to give you a day off because I'm such a benevolent benevolent boss. The man stinks. Don't be a sucker and take his bait. (laughs) You know what's waiting for you on the other side of Monday? Work. Screw. I want... I'll be here to celebrate Halloween and Thanksgiving and all the rest of it. I'm not some chump out here celebrating. I'll be working on Monday like like anybody should. I'm not going to honor work. Work well, stinks. Uh, especially this year when so many people are out of work. Right. What, a, what an F you it is. To, uh, it's crazy. But uh, we'll, we'll take the day off nonetheless, right? But we'll No, call, I mean, we're doing a something show, else. right? Oh yeah, we're doing a show. I said I'm yeah, working. We're not taking the day off. You're ca- you're oh. you're you're really doing the heavy lifting, Charlotte. You got to <sighs> kick somebody out. 
Let's not yeah, do a show. Right. Let's honor Labor Day. <laughs> Charlotte would rather go through labor than have to kick somebody yes. out on Labor Day. Um, my extra point is that Charlotte's extra point the other day sucked. I took her advice. Oh, no. Her extra point oh. was to reach out to somebody because what was it in a nutshell? I was moved by it. Yeah, you it said, was hey, like, let's if you're thinking of someone, say hi. Okay. I was thinking of someone and I said hi over text and as someone I hadn't dealt with for a while. And it ended up being like an, an hour and a half long rabbit <laughs> hole about hearing about this guy's problems and stuff. Oh. And it really, really screwed up my day. Like I wasn't able to do a bunch of things on my to-do list. I'm a nut and I have like 17 things. One of them, Charlotte, was to teach you how to gamble. I was like, nope, there's no time for this. <laughs> and good for her because this is her fault. Because I have to hear about this guy and the, his Zoom, his his kids and the pods and everything else and everything, all these insignificant things. But I'm so thanks sorry, for that, I uh, did not factor that in when I said that because when I yeah. did this the other day, we had like a quick ten minute exchange and it was nice. And then um, my friend sent me a picture of her dog, and then we were done talking. Really. See, you have good friends. I think you have better friends. I think that's maybe the bottom line. Maybe that's Mine. my extra point. Get good friends. Out Get good there. friends. Uh, all right. What are the plugs? Charlotte, what do you got going on this weekend? Uh, well, I launched a podcast um, yes. yesterday. Mark Titus um, who, at Club Trillion um, and I are doing a show called the People's Sports Podcast um, mm -hmm. because, as Mark said, we stepped up and bravely did what no one else would do, which is give the world another sports podcast. Um, right. But it's it's different from this one in that it's just once a week and we choose one um, kind of ridiculous story and then go down uh, a real rabbit hole from there. And um, it's been super fun so far. And there are some nice notes that people sent. Um, and so... You know, we're going to see where that goes. So you should all um, rate yeah. and review and subscribe to that. And but my aunt was really funny. She texted me and she was like, well, ugh, which podcast do I listen to? Oh, and I was you like, said the tightest one. I, you said the tightest. No, one. I didn't. I was like, well, I mean, what? Like, that's such a like it was such a funny comment to me because then I was like, oh, yeah. no, I'm. I'm giving people way too many podcasts. Like, who wants to, you can hear my voice four days a week now. Like, that's entirely too much Charlotte Wilder. So um, I'm going to have to, like, even that out in sports media somehow and, you know, find a way to do, like, to do the, uh, the equivalent of negative talking on some of those days. I don't know what that is. Well, uh, here's the thing. And this is nice that you put it out there like that. But you ultimately gave her an answer when she said, who should I listen no, to? No, I didn't. And you I, said it depends, yeah, I said it depends on what you want. I said, if you want uh, up to date sports news three times a week, mm -hmm. like if you want to know if you need to know what's going on in sports, listen to Sal. Yeah. I was like, if you want some sort of weird rabbit hole to try not to think about what's going on in the world, listen to the other uh, one. This is what we are. We're uh, to you. We're up to date sports news. I I I I like to think we're. we're, we're I don't know. We're, we're. I think what she said, Dave, was Titus and I were young. We're funny. Dave and Sal get a little negative. They can't find a, a positive email about them uh, as a result. And yeah, I and, did and, not and, say and, that. And by <laughs> and, and by this time next week, one of those two isn't going to even be in the fantasy league anymore. By my hand, you can tell everybody, <laughs> Charlotte. Um, yeah, the correct answer is when people ask that question, Charlotte, yeah. is which one do I, I listen to is to give them a really condescending response. Like all of them, like you have anything better to do with your life? You know, like, I that, like that. that's always a winning. Uh, I mean, I yeah. was like, you could just listen to all of them. 
That's right. That's yeah. Right. But right. I don't know who okay, wants that. Right, like, that's, that's a lot of me. Who was this? Your I, aunt? Yes. Your, uh, well, please tell her to add another one. Minus three. She needs uh, that. That's my plug. She's going to love minus three. Um, if she's interested in our first episode, Jeff Schwartz and I, a deep dive into the AFC East and how that's going to shake out. Really, it's the Bills or Bill Belichick. One or the other is going to win that division. We break it down one through four and all the QBs win play show, how they rank out. We do the same thing for the NFC South because that's where Tom Brady is now, if you haven't heard the news. Minus three, download, subscribe, rate, all that stuff. Much obliged for you doing so. And say it's a deeper dive it. into getting you right in the brain for, for pro football mm-hmm. if you're looking for that right now. I'm going to listen on my way to work. I'm excited. Uh, Charlotte's aunt is going to listen as well. Well, I do want to say shout out. Um, She is one of the greatest people I know. Um, Few people are as positive and lovely and supportive. Mm. Like I think she's the, she and and my cousin, I think are the only people in my family who, who does listen to podcasts. I do. And it it means a ton. And um, she's been listening to this one and really likes it and loved our Friday show with Rob. And so um, Great. I just adore her and I, I want to make it clear that that is, that's the situation. Kick, awesome. Kickstart right. my heart, you know, mm. <laughs> that's a Motley Crue song. Thank is you. it? It is. It really is. Yeah, it is. I thought it was Imagine uh, no, Dragon. No, that's great. I know we could, uh, track listeners, but, uh, I, I don't know if we could track individual listeners, but Jim Cunningham, let's get on that and see, make sure that Charlotte's, uh, aunt is an actual supporter. As <laughs> she says, I, I want to be able to see if she specifically is listening. No, thank you. Shout out. The Charlotte's aunt and all the aunts or aunts out there. Very exciting. By the way, I had a one of the more entertaining dinners of my life with Mark Titus and Greg Oden, <laughs> who was uh, their teammates at Ohio State and Jimmy Kimmel. And those guys just argued the entire time. And it was uh, it was spectacular. It was like we were Jimmy and I just sat back and we're laughing the uh, whole time. So, um uh, yeah, if you if you have a, a chance to go out to dinner with those two, please, please do it. <laughs> And uh, yeah, minus three, excellent start. I'm gonna listen on my way to work. I'm very excited. Eddie Spaghetti is the uh, is the producer on that show. He's doing a dynamite job. I, I want to say, David, I sent them an email. It is nice to come across new people that are competent. And, and I and I t- I told them just that. I Rare. was like, thank you. It's nice to see that. Uh, Jim Cunningham, no offense to you, but I just, I just think it is nice. <laughs> it is nice. No, I, that's I like one I of just, those letters to Charlotte that started the show. Uh, you're right. I just realized I might be insulting. Jim, are you okay? I didn't want to insult you. Jim, are you there? Just, is your computer working? <laughs> both, both of you could be. He's <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so, all right, that'll do it. Uh, yes, please subscribe to all these shows. We have uh, Laugh Lines, Waiver Wired, uh, Minus Three. The Lemon Pepper Parlay Club is going to be hosted by Rob Parker and TJ Hushmanzada. Their name, not mine, but uh, it's all very exciting stuff. And that'll do it for extra points for Dave and Charlotte. Charlotte, I am going to let you sign off because I'm like, oh, for my last six. For oh my this. God. This just made Can me do it. Okay. <clears throat> Remember, even though you may feel like an underdog, you're all my favorites. That's it. That's exactly it. Did Why I do can't it? I get that? You did. I had, please remember you're all my favorite, oh. but what does it matter? Yeah, no, you're all remember. You're no, all my favorite. No, please remember makes it funnier. I, I mess it up too. God damn it. Okay. No, no, no. Not the way I did. All right. We'll see you Monday on Labor Day. Yuck. Gross. Gross.